0: Cape Talk. Hiking with Tim Lundy. It is Thursday night, so it means hiking with Tim Lundy and is not alone in studio. Joining him is Tony Lawrence. He's the author of Southern Peninsula Classics. It's a follow-up book to his Table Mountain Classics book, which was published about six years ago. And they are both about hiking, scrambling, and they are climbing guidebooks. The book will be launched tomorrow at the Mountain Club of South Africa. Both of you gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. All all right. Right. It's good to be here. It, it seems as if the hiking you, fraternity all knows each other because you guys seem to be <laughs> chatting as if you were long time mates. Also, Tony, we had a, um, a guest in yesterday, last night um, uh, Rasmus Beats. He's, okay. he's a radio podcast <clears throat> producer who's, who's doing some documentary series on, on Dulce September. And Walido, I think, was calling you. And then he said, Oh, I know Tony. And, and I think um, Rasmus is also a bit of a climber in South So yeah. I think it's a bit of a small, close-knit community
1: <laughs> Yeah, it is, actually
0: But we start with, uh, with you, uh, as always, uh, Tim About our uh, weekly uh, hi- hiking safety and rescue roundup What's been happening on our mountains? Good news is that there haven't been too many um,
2: rescues this week uh, There was just one where guys had got themselves a little bit lost and we are able to give a position, so the guys went up and um, got them out and, yeah, safely down. So that's the good news. Um, safety side, also, it's been nice and quiet, <coughs> which is great. There's been no incidents on the mountain that we need to worry about. Um, there was, however, one that I can think about now, which was on Signal Hill. Um, a lady got attacked mm. and chased, um, and I was there the next day um, t- taking... Other people up And I noticed That there was A huge Sandparks and, and police presence Which is always A good thing to see So hopefully They continue that And don't um, Send them all away A couple of days later And
0: of course Caracals People have been sharing the picture Of that caracal yes. On, on uh, Table Mountain All of, the, of of this Last week I first think I saw it on Saturday And up until today, I still see people sharing the, those pictures.
2: Yeah, I know because it is one of those things that is just very, very rare. Tony, have you ever come across a caracal on the mountain? No, I have not. Yeah, Sorry, that's not one I of those things is very Olympics absolutely weird on because media. It's I, amazing. I when I spoke
0: yeah. to you on Sunday, Tim, about this, and you said you've never had the pleasure, and at the same time, we on that night we had people said. I see one quite regularly When I walk really? uh, Rondebosch Yes Up um, I don't know which trail But she says she lives in Rondebosch so, so further up there So it's Either you have the luck Or you don't Yeah exactly sure. uh, Maybe I make too much noise I don't know <laughs>
2: Maybe you they have, have me Coming right. long
1: before You have to be at the right yeah, the uh, right place at the right time. But
0: exactly. uh, but yeah. Tony, we start with your new book. I often yes. talk to Tim about how much more is there to write about hikes and trails, particularly in in the Cape Peninsula. Haven't all the trails been dotted down before? All the, all. the tracks been been marked? Well, There's still more to write. Well, the thing is,
1: you know, um, when I did this book, it was my wife's idea actually mm. to write this book. But after I did this one, I mm. thought, oh, you know. And then she said, well, why don't I do a book like this one, um, um Table Mountain book, but on the southern part of the um, Cape Peninsula. So we started to explore all the known <laughs> walks and scrambles and sort of easy rock climbs. And as we explored the stuff that was already known, I saw things that hadn't mm. been done. Hadn't been climbed Hadn't been scrambled Or explored And we found a whole Range of new things Which was really exciting And that's what this book Has got in it as well So it has got all the Normal walks and scrambles that, You know People know But it's got a lot Of new stuff mm.
0: I've often asked you Tim Especially when I've been On walks with you is Who decides on a new trail Who is the first person To say I'm going to walk From here to there And creates a path And that is the path That everyone follows And that becomes The distinguished path Who sets that trail
2: Look, I think one of the parts that I can think of um, That I remembered walking with my father When I was a kid And us mm-hmm. discovering it Is um, there was this cave that he had heard about um, Which is the um, Judas Cave mm-hmm. And there was no actual route to it um, But we kind of knew more or less where it was And um, started trying to find our way And we eventually found the, the, the um, cave itself And kind of made our own kind of route and then of course yeah. my father wrote about it yeah. and then it became like a national highway yeah. <laughs> um and now it hasn't you know now it's kind of gone back to the way yeah. it was um, i still know where it is but
0: <laughs> so 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 so, so it's sort of got grown over
2: it's kind of grown over and it's um i, I felt at one point it had kind of got too busy there was mm. too much erosion happening especially towards the the mouth of the cave um so the fact that that it had Kind of gone overgrown and, mm-hmm. and a little bit quiet again It wasn't actually Such mm-hmm. a bad thing Because it kind of Gives the, the vegetation And the landscape Time to kind of recover Whereabouts is Judas Cave? Judas Cave is above Heart Bay So it's mm-hmm. below Judas Peak So if you can imagine The Twelve Apostles The last mm-hmm. one Is kind of looking Over Heart Bay And it's below that mm.
0: Like um, Tim Tony Did you also have A sort of uh, Early start Into hiking Or walking Or is this A latter day Sort of discovery For you
1: No I had a very early start It was actually um, At school When um, I decided to start To climb With Mm. with the school Little club That little club There at school Because I was Sort of Useless at Mainstream sports Like rugby And Mm. all that So I decided to try This Scrambling thing Mm. That the that the school had, and I, I liked it, you know. And, uh, and since then, that was in 1973, so that's a long, long time uh,
0: ago. <laughs> so, so, for us novices, what's the difference between walking, scrambling, hiking? I, I, well,
1: hiking is the same as walking, yeah. and scrambling is when you start to use your hands ah. on easy rock climbing, oh, and I then see. climbing is when you start to use rope hmm. on we, climbs.
0: We, it is our weekly hiking feature with Tim Lundy. Also in studio is uh, Tony uh, Lawrence. He is the author of a new book, Southern Peninsula Classics. It's a follow up to his uh, Table Mountain Classics book published about six years ago. Just how, how much, how big is the appetite, uh, Tony, for, for literature in hiking? I think do, is the case of many people want to read about it, uh, become knowledgeable about it, and then go and experience it?
1: Well, I like, you know, I, You know, when I do my books, I like to write about the roots, but I also like to write about the history behind the roots and the history about where you're going. So if you're going to hike past an old fort that was built 150 Mm. years ago or 200 years, whatever the case is, I write a little bit of history about that in a little block in that place. So when you walk in and you see something, you can look in the book and you can read about the history, Mm. which I think is really a nice thing to be able to do Mm. if you walk in places. Because you often see things you think, I wonder how that got there. I wonder when this was built or wonder... You know, like what is that? that
0: I used that to live in, in Woodstock and my front door would open up on Devil's Speaker and I would see the blockhouse yes. every single day. I've never been up to the blockhouse. And that's the thing, <laughs> there's so much history up on our mountains, Indeed. whether it is. Caves whether it is tunnels. I know some of them are closed, and you're not allowed to go in there. Yeah. Um, but there's so much history around, uh, not only Table Mountain, but all the way down uh, to to Cape Point. Yeah. Well, what what's what are some of the things that that one would look out for, um, Tim?
2: Look, I mean, the, yeah, there's just so much. I mean, like our dams, for instance, the five dams that are on the top. Those are all well over 100 years old now. Yeah. And um, w- w- for me, when I go and see them, and you see the the craftsmanship and the and the hard labor that those guys used mm-hmm. to have to go through to build those um, so it, for me it doesn't become, it, it's no longer just a hike, it's a It's a journey that you go on and you, you see things and it's nice to, as Tony says, to, to be able to see something and then you can actually talk about it or you can read up about it and um, understand it, it just makes the, the walk that much more interesting mm-hmm. and, and what you're seeing
0: just that much much more interesting mm-hmm. Tony, you mentioned a, a case that you went up for sort of um, formalized sports uh, in, in school, yeah. um, So, and then hiking, scrambling became your sport. But there's also a, a deep um, spirituality in, in walking, particularly walking alone. Like how often do you, do you go about walking by yourself?
1: Not a lot, but I do go up sometimes mm-hmm. on my own, and it is really special. To be, you know, to be up the hill on your own. It's just a place. The thing is, you can do what you like. You don't have to wait for anybody. You don't have to set your pace to anybody else's pace. You can stop when you want. You can walk when you want. You can do. You can do things which you feel um might be a little bit dangerous, but you know what you wouldn't do if you had someone else with you. And you can do. And you can. You can just stop and you can look out over the mm. over the, the, the views wherever you are, mm. whether it's, yeah on Table Mountain or or a further afield Mm. like the Cedarburg (laughs) is such a spiritual place, such a beautiful, beautiful mountain range.
0: We're in studio with uh, our resident hiking expert, Tim Lundy, but also joined by Tony Lawrence. If you have any questions for them on any uh, options or any hints or tips, you can call us on 021-446-0567 or WhatsApp us 072-567-1567. There's also the SMS line on 31567. I think I asked um, uh, Tim this in my first uh, that I sat down with him, but where would you suggest, Tony, that uh, a, a novice hiker, uh, someone sort of of the bold, similar to mine, uh, would be able to go up, uh, you know, as a, as a first time walker, particularly in, in, in the south?
1: Well, there's lots of places where one can start. I think, you know, hmm. Silver Mine is a really good place, um, it's got easy walks, it's got short, long walks. Um, and you know you can end it with a nice swim in the dam or a bry at mm. you know at the, at the dam as well. So that is that is I think the best place for someone who wants to start start hiking mm. sort of out in that area. You know and the Nordic, um, um Range is also good, but the Simonstown Mountains has got some really good stuff. Mm. Cork Bay, Musingburgh. You see, those mountains aren't as high as. Table Mountain, so you mm. never really have to slog for hours and hours to get to the top of the mountain.
0: It's quite steep, though. It is. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, I, it's steep, but short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I remember as as uh, when I was a much um, fitter youngster, and I, I'm I'm from the south. I'm from re- the retreat area, okay. so Musenberg yeah, Cork yeah. Bay. That's where we used to sort of go on adventures as 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 as, as kids. So we would often, um, you just going out of. Um, Muesenberg and the sort of the first little steps Or something here on your right hand side I forget what it's called And we used to go mm. all the way up And uh, to the top uh, above Boys Drive And that was, yes. that was uh, uh, quite uh, um, quite something uh, We have a voice note here That we want to play And uh, I think it's in connection with you uh, Tim, we're going to play that voice note now.
2: Hi Lester and your guests Tim's father Mike Lundy is the doyen of hiking. I have his book and on the cover is the Lundy family with a young Tim walking hand in hand. And I think that we must pay tribute to Mike Lundy for mapping out the hiking trails that we enjoy today. Thank you.
0: Errol is very right there because after I I, I interviewed um, Tim for the first time and I went back home to visit my dad and my dad said, "I have a Lundy's book." I'm like, "No, <laughs> Tim didn't write the book." I get, "No, I have a Lundy's book," and then it was that uh, um, Cape Peninsula walks, yeah, the yes. easy easy walks, yes. the Cape and Peninsula walks. Yeah. Almost every dad at one point <laughs> <laughs> had a book like that. Uh, Tony, how do you follow up from from uh, well, you, know,
1: all, you know you know? Um, of mike lundy 's books as yeah. well i mean that's that 's where I started, mm. when I started to explore the mountain, so the mountain Club had a a little book on walks and scrambles mm. on um, table Mountain but you know, but for the rest, it was mike lundy 's books so all the books on in the Heart Bay area, mm. the musenberg area Table Mountain they were all his books yeah. and uh, that 's where I started to to read through his books and you know and so I just one day i thought to myself well.
0: I can do this as well. I'm going to do this as well. Yeah. I'm going to well. <laughs> write the book. <laughs> it is Thursday night. It is our weekly hiking feature with uh, Tim Lundy. Also in studio is Tony Lawrence. He's the author of the book Southern Peninsula Classics. That's launching tomorrow at the Mountain Club of South Africa. If you have any uh, uh, pointers, if you have any uh, questions or tips to ask of Tim or of Tony, or you just want to drop a comment like Errol did from Blue Downs, you can call us 021 Four four six oh five six seven, or you can WhatsApp us oh seven two we We'll be back after this Welcome back 7 minutes uh, to a 9, you are listening to Tonight with Lester, it is uh, Thursday and it is our weekly uh, hiking feature with Tim Lundy but also in studio with us is Tony Lawrence, he is the author of uh, a new book, Southern Peninsula Classics and dotting and, and writing down and, and uh, uh, Placing down history, some of uh, the uh, Capes and the Cape Peninsulas Are best trails and hikes and scrambles Now we were talking during the break, gentlemen How do you go about writing a book Without um, making it Time-bound um, do Environmental features Change, uh, physical characteristics Of certain places change If you want a book to have longevity How do you then write it? Tony?
1: Well um, What I do is I Mm-hmm. 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 I, I sort of, you know, um, walk the, the the hikes and scrambles, mm-hmm. and I make my um, notes as mm-hmm. I go along, and I try not to use things like like trees, you know, mm-hmm. you know, as we as, you know, as we said during the break, try to use time, and, you know, it's a big thing. So walk mm-hmm. up the hill for half an hour until you get to the huge rock with. Um, a black streak on it mm. like that won't change in a thousand years yeah. but but if you but if you say walk to a tree and then turn right and the tree gets burnt down in a fire in a year's time, well then mm-hmm. well that tree's not there anymore, but things do change, and sometimes you have to just do updates and um, you know so, so the other thing is that I always try to tell people that sometimes they use my book, and they come to me and they said, "Look, you know we we walked this hike or we did this this route in your book, and we got lost at this area, and you didn't describe it very well was, you know the one thing you know that you have to to realize is that you can't dot the route on the mountain for everybody; they have to have a little bit of sense <laughs> in in them about." Uh, you know, about hiking and scrambling yeah. you know, on the mountains.
0: Do guidebooks come with, with disclaimers like that in that, in that respect? Oh, Tim? Yes. oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, <need> to. <laughs> they have to. Um, one of the other things that is, a,
2: is an issue, um, Lion's Head is, is one of the places mm-hmm. where, where it's happened. A um, couple of other places, uh, Castiles Port, where people, um, Plataclip is another one, where you've got a route. And people get bored or they mm. get um, lazy and they don't want to do the whole zigzag and they do a shortcut. And they, s- and slide, slide, down, the they bum. slide down on their bum. And, of course, then the next person follows them. And before you know it, you've got a new path mm. and everyone's following the path. And, of course, sandparks then have to come along and put bar- yeah. razor wire up and try and stop people from doing it because oh. a direct route down often causes erosion and causes problems. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel for them because they have to keep on constantly having to try and close off areas that yeah. people get lazy and try and take
0: a shortcut yeah. and actually end up damaging the vegetation yeah. Guilty, because that's what we used to do When we used to climb uh, <laughs> We used to do um, Elephant's Eye and the Arboretum And yeah. once you come down and You're You with, want to get done yeah. You're do you do a it's teenage crazy. boy Let's just glee yeah. uh, We have another voice note now on 0725671567
2: Hi Lester and guests um, Yesterday when hiking up Club Gorge in the evening Myself and a few mates came across A Himalayan tar About uh, three-fifths of the way up, and this was the first time I'd ever seen one of these in uh, in Cape Town on the mountains, and I've grown up here. And uh, I remember a few months ago reading up about them and the fact that a few decades ago they were, uh, or they attempted to eradicate them, but they didn't quite succeed, and so they've since then continued to breed. But I'd just like to know if you guys have any idea of sort of what number of of TARS there are in the in the Western Cape or at least on the on the Table Mountain range.
0: That voice note there from Mark in Seapoint thank you very much. We were discussing this on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. yeah so
2: TARS the TARS actually um, from what I understand came from the UCT zoo. They escaped from the UCT zoo and got up onto the mountain and they then started to breed over the years. And the problem that they found, I think it was probably about 10 years ago when they did a, a culling, w- um, the tars the were actually starting to damage the vegetation and they're not naturally meant to be on that mountain. Mm. Um, so they had to try and control it. And, of course, there were a lot of people who had a huge outcry about the fact that these tars are being wiped out. What they weren't taking into consideration is the fact that the vegetation and the landscape was taking strain because mm. there was no natural predators left to take the tars mm. out. So that's why they had to do the culling in order to try and keep the balance um, because the balance completely unbalanced
0: um, thanks to human error of allowing the tars to get up there in the first place. We have a very little time. Just a quick message here from Eugene in Paul. Hi, Tony. Love your book. I have it. Now you must write one uh, for us here in Paul in the Stellenbosch area. How long does it take you to write a book like this? Long time. <laughs> sorry to, I'm sorry for yeah. you, but a, long time. <laughs> a one, long time. This
1: one over here took me. Two years from start to finish, basically, and this is right here in my in my backyard. So, <laughs> still Bosch, sorry for you, my pal, but it's not going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> we have
0: a, a minute left. Um, the launch is tomorrow at the yes. Mountain Club of South yes. Africa. Can you give us some details? Where can people find your book?
1: Well, if they come to the launch, they can find it there, um, and and after that, it'll be on sale at most um, climbing shops and outdoor shops and some bookshops yeah. like Wordsworth and exclusives and those type of bookshops uh, Cork Bay Books and Heart Bay Books and and the outdoor shops will have
0: them Tim as always you have the last word if people want to get in touch with you maybe go on a walk, book you for a walk exclusively with you, how can okay. they get hold of you? Um, they can get a hold of me, it's Tim at
2: capetownhiking.ca.za uh, the twitter is at hikingcapetown and the facebook group is uh, um, CapeTownHiking. With Tim Lundy. Which I completely forgot <laughs> for a second. Um, yeah, and uh, this weekend on Sunday, I'm going hiking um, above Chapman's Peak. And if you want to find out more about it, you can go to the Facebook page where it is there. And
0: that's that. Hiking with Tim Lundy back with us next week, Thursday, year on Tonight with Lester. It's now nine o'clock and time for Eyewitness News.